Yo, what's up everybody? It's your boy A.L. Newton and you're tuned in to another episode of Newt Perspective. I'm so glad that you found time as always to uh, tune in, listen in at some point during your week. It really does mean the world uh, to me, the growership and the followership that uh, this perspective grows and uh, picks up on every single episode. Um, I think now it's like 13 countries, 14 countries. I don't know who is changing the settings on their phone to get us out there like that or boost my little my little pride up, but I most certainly appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot. I also want to thank all of you that took time out of your day on Tuesday to wish an old man a happy birthday. I'm not an old man claiming that I'm an old man. Um, it was a really, really, really enjoyable birthday. One of the best birthdays I've had in a long time. Um, went indoor skydiving, uh, which is a lot harder than it looks on TV. Um, went to a Brazilian steakhouse for the first time ever. I don't know how I've missed that experience. Anybody, if you ever want to go to a Brazilian steakhouse and you want somebody to go with you, I ain't paying for it because I ain't got the money for that. But I am most certainly going with you. It was to live for. Food just melted Um it was God wonderfully amazing. And then I had the best day of uh, relaxation um, that uh, that I ever could have gotten full of. Um, there was some traveling and driving involved, but also had some candy and um, I hadn't had candy in a while. So that was just amazing, an amazing day. And so here we are. At the perspective, um, the perspective before MLK Day <laughs> and the inauguration, and um, I'm supposed to have a guest on today. If you notice, I've been trying to keep people on, keep it fresh, but I also avoid speaking in the moment, right? Um, because I am guilty at times of not placing the appropriate filter on how I feel rightfully or, or unrightfully. You know, sometimes I just, there's certain things that bother me. And I thought I was going to avoid it. Like I got away with not ever posting election night part two, just because um, I, <laughs> there were some things said that I shouldn't, that I couldn't put out there. And so when it came to the insurrection at the Capitol, I pulled out the equipment to record and was like, I'm not going to do it. I actually went and um, <laughs> drank a bottle of bourbon. Yeah, I drank a bottle of bourbon and uh, went and sat on the front porch and uh, used some bad language talking about sports opposed to using bad language and recording on this platform that God has gifted me with um, some things that I couldn't take back. So I was like, oh, by the time we talk about it, you know, there'll be a whole nother administration and I can act naive to, to some of the things. But here we are. Um, my guests had to, had to reschedule and I'm finally put in the position to share my thoughts on all of the insurrection, on impeachment, <laughs> and 
stand on the president, even though I said a few pods, I was done with the politics unless <laughs> I believe the quote is I'm done with politics unless President Trump just does something just absolutely crazy. So I walk uh, every day, 530, 630, 730, depending on what my, my work schedule is. Every day I walk five miles I'm at the point where I'm walking five miles. And so going to the lake every day really does um, allow you to interact and exchange and eavesdrop on conversations that I probably shouldn't. So one day I was out there and there was this lady listening to this propaganda tape um, and she was blasting it really loud and it was Trump wins or everybody dies and I'm just listening to the vitriol this spewed and I'm like man this is crazy that people actually believe this. Well last night went for round two and there was this couple these two couples <laughs> and their conversation and I slowed my pace down to really eavesdrop because sometimes I enjoy making people uncomfortable because I keep telling you all the time I feel like I'm friends with the people that can beat me and the man was telling the story of how his daddy was a Klansman and or his granddaddy was a Klansman one of the two and they whoever it was would share them stories of kicking down doors and dragging loud mouth in words out of the um out of houses and the things they got to do and and the man was just talking about how excited he was that these days are kind of back and soon they'll be able to pull liberals out and um pull liberals out and loudmouth black people and Blah, 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 blah. And homosexuals. He didn't use homosexuals, that word. But he just kept carrying on. And so I uh, I sped my pace up. And uh, I went and looked at both of them. And I, the two men and the women. And they had the dogs. And um, I ain't a good looking fellow. But when I smile, it is pretty charming. And I gave him a smile and a wink. And uh, went on about my day. This demon that has resurrected itself, that was never dead, of fragile white supremacy, blows my mind. As a black man who um, would often be told by black people, I acted white and with my white people, I was considered, hell, might still be considered the token black guy from the black guy that, as the black guy who would feel pressured to try to pursue white women just to be cool, only for them to tell me I wasn't whichever one of my friends they would rather have from the one who's been given opportunities because of my skin color and held back from opportunities because of my skin color from... Every cycle, I have the advantage. Every circle, I, I have an opportunity. And this is where there are no tables to sit at. Um, but I'm thankful that I've been in the presence of people with influence. Um, I've always seen a level of people that are searching for a place and a sense of pride when it comes to race. And I believe that the presidency of Donald Trump was birthed out of a place 
of people seeing the pride that African-Americans and some forward thinkers had in Barack Obama. I believe that there is there was a level of home to search for. And when you look at people like John McCain and Mitt Romney, they embraced still human decency. Um, when you look at Hillary Clinton, the pride she brought for women and her political prowess, you know, she she brought a level of decency. I've shared that before. And President Trump said out of 16 candidates and was able to captivate a following because he embodied what I believe um, is what most people would be if they were filthy rich. Said that that's nothing new. Um, I watched for four years. People call it snowflakes. I've seen people wear Merry Christmas shirts with Trump's face on it or some slick remarks. I've seen 14 and 15 year olds sit in my presence with MAGA hats. Um, and it's just our personal belief that we did. We, we would never have allowed Jordan to wear certain political statement hats until he was, you know, able to actually vote and understood what he was talking about. I've listened to people who, um, who have never made $35,000 talking about how rich people would tax them. I've, I've watched this display and this vitriol of people who have survived on being mediocre. And as the temperature in the room changed of the mediocre not being acceptable, they got upset. I've watched people that don't know how to lose pout. I'm not saying you should ever want to be the loser. I don't I don't ever want to lose. I don't ever want to be second place. I'm there there's a difference in judging judging progress and being in a place where your progression should put you in first and not being satisfied. However, this evil this has been brewing for 12 years. And what we see now. Um, <laughs> after four years of watching people say they don't care about feelings and being snowflakes or Trump or die or even to overhear conversations about people being excited to, to, to take out loud mouth in words. I know in my town I'm considered a loud mouth nigger. Not a nigger. I'm a nigger to some people. Um, <laughs> I'm set in rooms with people that I can identify and know as white supremacists and um, had discussions with them on how to fix their brand or tell them why they won't hold an office. Going back to hell when I was in high school. Um, I know I would be one of those people that if, if this dragon could really come out that they would take me and strap me by my testicles and rip me to wherever they want me to go. So when I see, um, when I think of the names that I was called personally for protesting over the years and been in places and 
a troublemaker and not understanding the rule of law and pouting and being loudmouth and being uneducated and, and still not being good enough. And I am the least of those of the circles I run in of doctors and lawyers and African-American educators and brilliant people and campaign organizers and, and hell, even even the drug dealers I know that, drew, that deal drugs in excellence and, and the music people. And I know I'm the least of these things. And if people says that, say those things about me, I can only imagine what they say about them. Um, watching these people pout because they can't, they don't know how to win or they don't know how to lose pisses me off. Knowing that people compare protesting in the streets over death that we saw that was unright, that we knew wasn't right. Um, and even the looting that came along with it, that you may not support the looting, but the looting changes the notion when you do it to private companies are comparing what happened at a target to what happened at the Capitol pisses me off. For, for people to have issue with an oppressed people being oppressed. Abraham Lincoln gets all this credit for freeing slaves. <laughs> One, he didn't free them. And, and Jim Crow comes allowed. But, but we take people who had never had anything, turn them loose, didn't give them any money or anything of their own, and then, and then turn around and gave money to the people that used to own them. <laughs> but, to compare the oppression of black people to the insurrection at the Capitol is bullshit. It is hurtful. But those things have always been there, right? Um, people not understanding the plot the plight of the least, the lost, and the left behind. People that don't understand that moving forward and being progressive doesn't normally mean you take everything away. That that being progressive is going from a floor model TV to a 70-inch, 80-inch television in full color and HD. That, because uh, if you know me, I am a um, center-right man. Um, but it's not about agendas and even people who push this rhetoric of President Trump. It's, it's not about agendas for these people. It's about losing. It's about realizing that of all the things that this president's vitriol has stoked, that, that people think an election would be stolen on this large of a scale. It's seeing good, moderate Republicans like the people in Georgia who stole an election. Anthony, how did they steal an election? They literally closed polling sites the week before of an election in black areas so that people that would tend, demographics that would tend to vote for Stacey Abrams would not have a place to vote. They literally stole an election. These people do not mind fraud. If there would have been some fraud, they definitely would have helped the president find it because they are corrupt. Kemp is probably one of the most 
There is not a single governor that was pushed by the president that does not have a lot of questions behind them. I, I still got to be safe because, you know, people report back to the people that pay me. But um, to put heat on them. The grand old party has allowed itself to I, I know plenty of good folks that are Republicans that are now stuck with this stench of Trump. And then there's Trump himself, the 74 year old billionaire who knowing persons who have worked at Mar-a-Lago and can describe to you who he is as a person. The man who who would not and I don't get I have and I've tried to for four years pick the minds and understand the person had a rally in some town in Nebraska and said to them, oh, I would never come here if I wasn't the president. And they cheered for him. As if that was a compliment. Donald Trump is really giving people's morals uh, his ass to kiss. And people sell out because they say they made more money or because of tax cuts or because of. Nothing he's done, and I mean this, he, he you know, has been worth the damage he's caused. Um, Nicole doesn't mince words, right? So she's not a social person. So a lot of times if I'm not out, um, she just doesn't want to go out. And there are other times where she evaluates the room and she says, husband, uh, <laughs> I ain't dealing with that. It is it has caused me to look at people I love so differently. And it's not even so much I don't think it's because they, they support the president, it's because they support they they can't admit that they were wrong on it. That he did everything Hillary Clinton told them he would do. That he's done everything that black people was worried about. That he did everything that people of color were worried about. Not policy wise, just about the fact that that white supremacists just felt like it's like having roaches, right? There's a difference in seeing a roach crawl across. I God, there's a difference in seeing a roach crawl around and you know that there's a roach there. But it's some thug roaches that when you turn the lights on, don't run. Those are different type of roach. Anybody that grew up poor, you you know that. There's a difference in roaches that that move at night when everybody sleep and the roaches that be out in the daytime. And this presidency has allowed roaches to function in the daytime for it to be okay to even have the thought of people yelling and screaming about hanging the vice president for something he literally cannot control this is something that you learn in school if you pay attention on how the process works Hell, I'll be honest, I'm happy they don't teach religion in school because preachers struggle with teaching. I'd be damned if if y'all learned in school the same way you learn the the U.S. government system. People that wear back the blue shirts and then blue line shirts beating the hell out of officers because they're doing their job. People planting bombs. I don't give a damn what side of I can only think of genuinely in my mind one thing. That would make me want to physically kill another person. I don't mind admitting it. If I ever found out that somebody. um, Somebody molested one of my nieces or my nephews. 
I would probably physically kill that person if they weren't in jail before I got to them. I don't mind telling you all that. There's not a, a policy. There, there, there isn't a, a political belief that could make me want to take a bomb and put it in people's offices. What we saw with people just not giving a damn of going and sitting in the speaker's house with her feet. I don't care how you feel. I don't understand people who said it's not about if you like Donald Trump or not, you respect the offices of the the office of the president. Walk around and post on social media calling Nancy Pelosi a bitch. It's not about Nancy Pelosi. It's about her job as the speaker of the house. These contradictions are ridiculous. And they're heartbreaking. To believe some of the stuff you I had somebody to you you really don't believe that many people voted for Joe Biden more people than Barbara. Yeah, the hell I do. One, I told people black people didn't vote. We didn't really rock with Hillary, but we just knew there was no way in hell white folk was gonna let Donald Trump in the door. I hate to be so blunt in that terms, but that's what it boiled down to. Nevertheless, for a man in the highest position in the world to essentially tell them what the hell to go do, I'm going to be right there with you. We're going to march down to Congress and then go sit his ass in the White House. That's disgusting. For those cops to get their head bashed in, that's not what people mean when defund the police. What we mean is don't shoot so quickly. So you mean to tell me if (laughs) you mean to tell me not a single cop felt their life was threatened. But felt threatened enough to choke. Eric Gardner. That Tamir Rice died holding a gun that had an orange cap on it because it was a toy gun. And here are fools bashing people's heads in with fire extinguishers. It made me angry to know that a 74-year-old man dying or a 74-year-old man losing was worth that to people. But other incidents of people being hurt and, and, and being oppressed isn't worth somebody standing on the table and smashing the TV at Target. Target can replace every TV taken. So can Walmart. So can Winn-Dixie. Hell, if Winn-Dixie has TVs. But not a single life can be replaced. Then for those same people to mimic, mimic, say her name. When I think about Sandra Bland, who we still don't know how to hell that coherent, strong black woman died in the custody of police after she was taken to jail for just having a damn blinker out. When Brianna Taylor was asleep in the den, have you watched the videos of the way they slaughtered her? No boyfriend in the building. They thought there was a gun under the bed and they killed this sister. And that's why we say her and they say her name. But people like damn Drew Brees, I could be wrong, but that's the assertion that that's what the shirt had on. Or the hashtag trending of, of say her name for the terrorist who broke it. That is a terrorist attack. If those people had been Muslim, we would be calling it a terrorist attack and saying we unite behind the flag. 
When Colin Kaepernick and athletes, professional athletes who kneel are son of a bitches for disrespecting the flag and people take a damn flag and beat the hell out of a cop. We live in two different Americas. Hell, and inside those two different Americas, there's a subsidy that black people have a, have another America they got to live inside of a decent America. Which makes me think it's not about back in the blue. It's not about Trump. It's about what's at the heart of people and where they feel like they belong. And there are some people that just feel like they don't have a place to belong. So they would rather gripple and gripe and be a part of bullshit. I'm sorry, Grandma. Bullcrap. I just got a, I just got a message about the HR director uh, for 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 Columbia County Schools posting just pure ignorance. I know it's ignorance. Have educators come tell me? I had educators, people who are responsible for teaching our children, saying that there was a possibility. That the Supreme Court could overturn. And I'm like, you literally can't read. There are people like Tommy Tuberville, who was elected a senator, who was elected by people in this country who swear they love the Constitution and the flag. Tommy Tuberville said we need to delay the inauguration. Literally, the Constitution says it has to be done by a certain time. Which means that in this country, there is a segment of people that words only matter for them when it's convenient. That actions only matter for them when it's convenient. That is what pisses people off, especially black folk. in a conversation, a very heated conversation a few days ago and somebody said, well, my integrity, I will never compromise my integrity. And I walked them through all the ways they're comprom they compromise their integrity and they just looked at me. They told me, well, you pay attention too much to what I do. I said, no, as a black man, I know there is stuff that I can't listen. <laughs> I was once uh, let go from a job and um, literally right before being let go <laughs> Like the week before, a regional manager came and told me about how they used to sleep with team members. And although they had founded every allegation that was thrown at me as false, they still had enough to stand on. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I, you literally just told me stories of you doing it. And you have stories of me and knowing that it's completely false, like all this evidence. And you're telling me I still have to be on the standard of being careful. That, that, that's the reality we live in. And it's tiresome. Donald Trump is the face of a very, 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 very nasty undercurrent. And those people that protected are, I'm praying for my president and my country who didn't pray for Barack Obama. Who's not going to pay, who has an issue. I, I read somewhere that people have an issue with Joe Biden who looks like people's grandpa 
because he picked a, a mixed woman to be his vice president. It's vitriolic. It makes me sick. It makes me sick that Bill Clinton was impeached for lying about getting some head. I thank God I can't be impeached for every time I lied about getting some head, whether it happened or it didn't. Because it was a violation of his, of, of what he, they, he lied under oath. Who can turn around and say, we need to let our country heal and an impeachment isn't worth it. Although somebody said, hey, go, uh, Go tear down the Capitol. For people to change to, to turn on Rep Cheney, Dick Cheney's daughter, an established Republican. Because she's like, hey, this isn't okay. And I think there are more people who are starting to realize that Trumpism is not okay, who are afraid to speak out against Trumpism because they know how many of their friends are actually like embedded in the dumbassness of Trump. And at this point, if you choose to believe the lies that Donald Trump spews, and it's probably in the podcast for you, you probably ain't listening anyway, but it's just, it's just, that's a dumb, you choose that poison. Homeboy from Missouri, he chose that, he bet on Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz is a punk. Ain't no way in hell you could call my wife ugly or any woman I was messing with ugly and I come out and be a defender of yours. All because you think people that voted for President Trump because he's President Trump ain't voting for you just because you had his back. And now the Republican Party has allowed this whole there is a QAnon conspiracies in the House of Representatives. Are there crazy things that go on in this world? Yes. Am I naive to that? No. But some of these conspiracies, people just, there's a conspiracy that during the inauguration, the Space Force is going to take over all the satellites and Donald Trump is going to come on TV and expose all of the wrongs that people have done. You don't think he would have done that now? There are people that don't understand why there can't be a social media network that talks about and brags about wanting to hang and kill elected officials and people that don't look like them and people who don't. That's the whole point of America is to be able to stand next to people who don't believe in the fundamental values that you believe in and realize that, hey, at the end of the day, these morals are what we agree on. But hell, they're the same people that that say marriage is only between man and a woman and then cheat on their wives 19 times a week and are mad at these at, at people who are saying gender loving that want to be married. The rhetoric, the ridiculousness of it all is stupid. Are there flaws? Hell yeah. 80 year old people should be able to retire and give us knowledge when we want it and when we need it, not running our country. I can agree with that. But the answer and the solution isn't to just turn it over to people who can't read. I'm heartbroken. I'm I'm perplexed. 
I'm sick on, on the eve of King's birthday. When you're listening to this, it is King's birth or King holiday. That people can stand on the floor and talk about unity and use MLK quotes. When MLK was killed for trying to give people more money. Dr. King wasn't killed for for um, his views on uh, racial inequality. When he was killed for. They killed him when he started talking about money for sanitation workers. I, I hate when people just quote the King speech and not realize that Dr. King really said some thug stuff. But hey, most of those people that quote Queen King quote Dr. King quotes don't know he used to sleep with white women. That would make them hate him for real. This fake call for unity. Give people space to lose. Like for what? You know what real competitors do after they lose? Real competitors after they lose say, you know what? Damn, I lost. They go study the damn game tape and they work harder so they don't lose from it again. I don't know. I'm I'm happy. Um, I am happy. Um, happy that the twentieth is coming. Um, I've said from the beginning. I think Joe is the person because um, of his age and not going to owe anybody any favors. Um, but my challenge to those of you who take the time to listen to this podcast is to look at your circle and have an honest conversation on if your circle has the capabilities or if your circle if your circle has the capabilities to move past this nasty stupid rhetoric this gullible ass thinking and if it doesn't if you have the guts or the courage to have those those tough conversations White, black, red, green, male, female. That that's that's our personal charge, is to say something. To let people know that the climate, um, that the the temperature they're trying to adjust the room to is just not comfortable. Not hey, it's cold in here. Somebody needs to bring a jacket, or hey, it's hot in here. Let me take my sweater off. But you turn the thermostat on and the thermostat the, the, the thermostat has damn poison in it and it's killing us all. At, at some point, we have to look inside of each other and start by looking inside of ourselves to see and want to be something different. So, um, I kind of ran it. I hope I made sense. I'll tell you, I preached three sermons today. And the first one I preached is the best sermon I preached in a long time, and uh, somehow it didn't record. And so, by the time you're getting this, um, I'm tired. But um, that's what I got. That's what's on my heart. That's on my mind. On the perspective, 
what's been on my mind for a few days. Um, just people have to make their choice on where they're going to stand. Uh, where they're going to stand. Because I, I know people. Now listen, God knows in the social media it's going to be so bad. Some Some people are going to get like older and go to a lot of their kids and their grandkids and tell them, Oh yeah, I supported this. Oh yeah, I supported that and yeah and, and it's gonna be like I'll be on social media that people didn't. It's crazy. It's crazy. But friends, um we'll see you next week. Um thank you all for all the continued support. And uh I love you. Sometimes it's hard to say that out loud because I say I love you and I think of certain faces. I'm like, damn, do I really love that person? And the moral is, yeah, because I'm sure people look at me and say, damn, do I love him? And uh, the Bible says to love your neighbor as yourself means your gay neighbor, your straight neighbor, your xenophobic neighbor, your... Um, Republican neighbor, your Democratic neighbor, your, your, I mean, love them all and let people make their own bed. So, I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Till next week. Peace.